If you have a mental picture of switching out the heels for steel cap boots, the cubicle for a building site, and spending your days designing floor plans, selecting tiles and paint colours, and generally living your reno dream, I bet you've never actually figured out how you will execute your escape from the nine to five, and that's what I'm here to do today. You're listening to the She Renovates podcast. You're listening to She Renovates, the podcast for women who want to renovate to create an income and a life they love. Okay, so before I get into today's episode, I've got a few things to do. One, I want to fill you in on what I've been up to. But before I do that, I just need to remind you that uh, the information in this episode is general in nature and should not be taken as personal advice. There are significant risks with uh, buying and renovating property and you should minimise your risk and maximise your return by seeking personal advice from your own advisors, your property accountant, your financial planner, uh, your finance person and your buyer's agent. Now, this episode is sponsored by the School of Renovating Boardroom Bootcamp. This is an intensive strategic planning and training weekend. It is the fast track for women and their partners to change the course of their lives through renovating and property. It's an intimate weekend training conducted around our boardroom table so you get up to speed quickly with the core system to go from where you are today to an annual income of fifty to 150000 per year. The key feature of the weekend is that you get personal help and guidance to design your strategic plan to replace your income either straight away or in retirement. Well, hello, hello, it's Bernadette and I'm back with another episode of She Renovates and I have had a really good start to the year. So I'm already into looking for my one and only project that I am doing on the new regime of quality, not quantity. Yeah, so starting to work through my plan, but I'm also working on some really exciting things in the School of Renovating. Now, I can't tell you about all of them now because I want to make sure that the details are set before I reveal but I've got some good things coming up. Now, one of the things that I can tell you about is that our bushfire fundraiser is coming up and we're going to be having a fun day with a workshop where I'll show you my favourite hack, which is making a king-size padded bedhead out of a hollow core door bought from Bunnings. Now, if you'd like to know more about that, head over to the She Renovates Facebook group and join and I've shot a little video and put it in there and I'll be releasing more details once we set the date. Okay so let's get started on how to plan your escape from nine to five to reno heaven. Okay so the first step in planning your escape from the nine to five to reno heaven is to decide what you want your life to look like. Now, this may seem like a bit of fluff, but I can tell you this is a very important step and it will become obvious why in a minute. Now, most people who are heading down this path know, one, that they don't want to go to their day job, 
two, that they want to be renovating instead, and three, that they want the big paycheck. But that's pretty much it. Often um, there's not much more than that nutted out. And it's really important that you plan out your life for a couple of reasons. One, you need to know how much money you need to make to support that life. And secondly, you need to really allocate your time because it, you know, in a way that empowers and inspires you because you will have more time, even if you're doing two projects a year or you may want to do three projects a year, that's not full-time work so that you're going to have more time. And in the presence of a vacuum, your life will just fill up and you want to take control over what it fills up with. So really deciding how you want your day to look, what's important to you. You know, obviously for all of us, health and fitness, if it's not important, it should be. I know should's a terrible word, but it should be. So how is that going to feature in your day? What about the people that you love and care for? How are they going to appear in this new restructured life? So where are you going to be allocating time for them? What other things are you going to do that uh, inspire you and bring you joy? One of the things I think I've talked about a lot is that when you are working on a reno on your own, it can be quite solitary. So how are you really going to feed your soul? So they're the things that you want to figure out and know how many projects you're going to year, do a year, the types of projects you're going to be doing and the amount of money you need to be making so that you can design the life of your creation and not just sort of fall into it. Okay, so once you have done that, uh, the next thing that I suggest you do is prepare for the challenges. Now, what I mean by that is that whenever you're making a radical change in your life, there will be challenges. Now, I often equate this to weight loss because it's something that I find quite challenging. And uh, unless you prepare for the challenging times, when they come and you're not prepared for them, often you will fall off the rails. So really preparing for them. And one of the places to look is what normally gets between you and what you want? And that can relate to how you spend your time. It can relate to you and, and money. So what are the money issues so that, uh, that get in the way of you getting what you want? And basically, how can you, I guess, create a plan for navigating around them? So one of the things that I know is that if I don't have a structure for keeping myself focused on my goals, then I lose momentum. And once I lose momentum, it is really hard to pick that up again. And often you can sort of get down in the doldrums and, you know, nothing works. So I addressed this in an earlier episode. And if this is something that you think you might need, then I would suggest that you go back and re-listen to that Actually, I think it might have been one or two episodes ago, how to have an epic 2020 and really building a structure for supporting you in achieving your goals, maintaining your focus, whatever it is that you need to do to prepare for the challenges that you will have along the way. And while you are working towards your dream life, 
I hate to be, I guess, the devil's advocate, but you, there will be times when it is difficult and challenging and you want to know that you can get through those times, I guess, with grace and ease. So, you know, one of the things that often women find quite challenging is negotiating. So can spend too much on things like their trades because they feel uncomfortable negotiating. So that may be something that you need to do to prepare for, for this next step in your life. Which brings me to point three, which is one of the most important um, elements of a renovating career is building a robust financial framework. If you don't have this, it's almost impossible to move forward. Now, I'm not saying if you don't have all the money you need, but you need to have a structure for getting that money together. And so basically, you need you need money to buy a property, you need money for the costs and the renovation, and you need money to support yourself while you're doing it. So most people don't have everything they need. So this, uh, this stage often requires some creativity. Often I've had people come in and say, I've just quit my job and I want to start renovating and have not given any thought to this before they've quit their job. And that makes life, it makes it really hard. It doesn't make it impossible, but it makes it really hard. So I would suggest if you, this is something that's on your radar, that you spend some time preparing um, before you go down that path. Now, quite a few of our students have actually sold their home to finance the next chapter in their reno journey. And like, while that's a good way of, you know, having a large chunk of cash, I would think long and hard before doing that. I think that's quite a radical step and you may not need to do that to get going. So let's assume that that's not you. Now, first thing we need to look at is living expenses. Now, one way of dealing that is to do your first couple of projects while you're still working. Maybe then you can scale down slowly, maybe firstly to part-time. And once you're in the reno rhythm and you've got that money um, you're generating that money consistently, then you can phase the day job out completely. Alternatively, you may have a partner who's willing to keep the ship afloat while you're building the business, which is another way of being able to get started. So now let's look at the property purchase. Unless you have a bucket load of cash, you need to be able to get a loan. Now, if your income is not high enough, then there is a few ways to approach this. You need to increase your income either with more hours, maybe an extra job, or maybe some Airbnb listings. You could team up with the joint venture partner for the loan, or you could seek a venture finance deal. So there's a few ways that you could go about this. Now let's look at the cash. If you have an 80% LVR loan, so for those of you who don't know what LVR means, it's loan to value ratio. So the value of the loan to the value of the property that you're purchasing. Now, an 80% LVR means that the loan is 80% of the property price, which means for round figures, if you're buying a million dollar property, you're going to get an $800,000 loan. That means you need a 20% deposit. But with the deposit and the uh, other costs and the reno costs, you will need a minimum of 30 to 40% of the value of the property 
for, for the deposits and the other costs, depending on the strategy, sometimes more. Now with a higher LVR, so say you the LVR was up to 90 or 95%, then you can get that down as low as 27% cash that you need. But of course, then your costs are higher because you've got, you may end up with um, lender's mortgage insurance. For those of you who don't know, lender's mortgage insurance does not insure you. It insures the lender or the institution in the event that you are unable to repay the loan. However, you get to pay the premium. How I've always managed the cash requirements for a project is by having a line of credit set up against another property. Banks don't love these facilities these days, but I would suggest that you work with a good mortgage broker to get some sort of uh, line of credit or equity loan set up um, so that you've got that money there. I guess the thing that you need to know about this is you need to have that amount of available equity in a property. Now, if you don't have that, then there's another scenario for a joint venture partner. Otherwise, sell the toys, save like crazy and do whatever it takes to get that money together. So once you've got your robust financial uh, structure in place, that means you're able to move forward and go to the next stage, which is setting your reno strategy. Most people come at this scenario planning to flip. Now, while flipping is an exciting strategy, if you have listened to other um, episodes, you will know that I encourage students to make sure that they're also incorporating a reno to hold strategy so that they are building long-term wealth as well. If you are just flipping, it's just another job. And if you don't work, you don't get paid. You want to be building your portfolio as you go so you build wealth that will support you when you don't want to work. The type of strategy you choose depends on your location, your time availability and your budget. For instance, in my location, doing a straight flip with a decent profit requires a spend of about eight or 900000 on a property. However, I know renovators outside Sydney who can do decent profits at much lower price points. Another thing you can do is stack um, another strategy onto the reno, like the Wynnum project, where we stack the reno onto a land strategy, the splitter block, to get the profit up at a lower price point. So basically, you need to set your sights on the strategy you're going to be using and the frequency of that strategy. Now, just to, I guess, bring some reality to this situation, in order to do just two projects a year, um, it, it normally takes, even on a short 12-week project, it takes around about um, six months to get in and get out. By the time you've found the property, you've had a six-week settlement period at the beginning, you've got the reno period, you've got the sale period, and then you've got the settlement period afterwards. It's close enough to six months by the time that money gets back into your bank account. So if you're wanting to do, say, more than two a year, then you're looking at being able to fund uh, more than um, two projects at a time. So you really want to look at that if you're thinking about packing your renos in more frequently. 
So the next thing you need is a team, a support team. So your team is what will have you successful in renovating. So it is worth making sure that you get quality people at this point. So your finance person is um, obviously key. You also need a legal representative, as in a conveyancer or a lawyer. You need a, I would recommend that you use a Renault Savvy Buyers Agent. Now, the reason being is because that will keep the deal flow up. Often it takes time to get the right property. However, if you've got someone working on it, you know, seven days a week, someone who's in the year of the buyers agent of the real estate agents is getting onto the off-market deals, you'll find that will speed up the process and particularly in the early stages of your career will also help you with your confidence. Now, as we know, there are buyers agents and there are buyers agents. So um, be very careful because I have heard some horror stories about buyers agents and buying projects uh, for people and just not understanding the process at all. I've, I think I've talked about in other episodes how there's a big difference in mindset from buying an investment property to buying a property to buy and sell. And um, if you don't get a buyer's agent who understands that nuance, then you can be in trouble. So you definitely need a good Renault Savvy buyer's agent. You need a good builder and you also need a team of trades. You may also need a surveyor, an engineer and a few other ancillary people but that's pretty much it. Generally, I would not build my trade team until I have the reno ready to go. It's hard to build the team when you haven't got a project to actually execute, but I would certainly put your, oh, sorry, I forgot the most important person, the accountant, a property accountant. Now, how do you know if you've got a property accountant? Well, that's easy. You just ask them if they have investment properties and someone who's got a decent portfolio of investment properties will usually have their be all over the distinctions of property accounting. And the last thing that you need is a reliable operating system. So why this is important is because anyone who goes out to do their first renovation for profit will make mistakes. Okay, but what you absolutely need to do is make sure that those mistakes are minor mistakes and not life changing mistakes. And so by using an operating system that's been created by someone else who's doing exactly what you are doing, that limits the risk of you making those mistakes. So that system will cover everything from getting sourcing good trades. So that operating system will cover everything from uh, what legal entities you need to use, the documentation of the project, how much to spend on the reno, where to spend your budget, what things you don't spend money on, the order in which you do the work, how you manage the trades, what materials you use and what you spend on those, the colours and finishes, managing the risk, styling the property, managing the budget, managing the timeline. 
basically every aspect of that reno from the beginning for when you're looking the property to when you go and bank the profit. Now, even with that system on your first project, you will progress tentatively. It's like learning to cook a new recipe. You're checking back into the book or the recipe book each time to make sure you're on the right path. But what happens is once you get that first project under your belt, something changes and it builds your confidence. And so the next one, you can you go in with that confidence that you've got the system that works and you just have to replicate it, do it again. And once you're at that stage, you're into the rhythm. Please do not go into a renovation unless you are trained in a system that reduces your risk because otherwise the results can be disastrous. So the system is our department and in our boardroom boot camps, we not only teach you the system, we also help you put together your strategic plan so you have everything you have you need to go from where you are now to Renault Heaven. We'll save at least the cost of the program with your purchasing of materials, your negotiating of your trades, and you will move forward with that thing that money can't buy, which is peace of mind. So if you would like details about our border and boot camp, you can find them in the show notes. You will find a link to the border and boot camp where you'll find many more details in the show notes. Well, that's it for today. Now, if you haven't already, please head over and leave us a review so we can share the reno love and incidentally as a side note to today's episode i have a couple coming on in a couple of weeks time who have successfully navigated this process they've gone from they've done their first project on their family home then they did their second project they made around two hundred thousand profit on their second project they've just completed their third project Uh, and made more profit on this one and so they've really got that system down pat they've got their rhythm and they're a great inspiration for us and they're a great inspiration for you see you then this is the she renovates podcast to discover how to harness the power of renovating check out the school of renovating.com